Now I'm old enough that I got my driver's license in the early 90s. And so I remember uh, having maps in my car. I tried to collect maps from as many states as I could. I don't think I ever got very far. Uh, but I remember using maps and then uh, in the mid to late uh, 90s when the internet was first kind of a thing, uh, you could go to MapQuest and get directions and you could print them off and then bring them with you in the car. Um, and then obviously now we have GPS, uh, with, you know, even if you make a wrong turn you can still figure out how to get to your destination. Um, somehow though I still get lost every once in a while. But it is, we are on a journey, not just uh, in our life, but in our life to come. The Lord wants it this way. He wants to set us out on a great adventure, a great journey. And we see that realized uh, for our father in the faith, for Abraham. Now our second reading starts out with Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. Faith is the realization of what is hoped for, an evidence of things not seen. Faith is not in contention with reason, even though sometimes it is pitted that way. We know that's not true. Uh, St. Pope John Paul II wrote a whole encyclical on faith and reason. Bishop Barron says that the word in Greek uh, that gets translated to faith has more of the idea of trust in it. So when we have faith in something, we trust it. Now why do we call Abraham the father of our faith? Why? Not only because he and his descendants gave rise to the Israelites, the Jewish nation of which Jesus came from in his earthly uh, body, but because he trusted in God, because Abraham trusted in God when he was asked by God to leave his homeland to travel to the land of Israel, his inheritance. By faith, by trusting, Abraham set out from his place of comfort, of the place that he had known, the place he had grown up, and traveled to a place he did not know, a foreign land, a land promised him by God. And he did this because of God, because he trusted God. By faith, by trust, he also received the power to generate, even though he and his wife Sarah were past the age of childbearing. Can you imagine being told that you will have descendants as numerous as the stars and that you have been promised this great land, that you will become this great nation when he didn't even have a son or a child of any sort and that he and his wife were past the childbearing years. How is this going to happen? Abraham didn't know, but he set out on a journey anyways because of that, because he trusted God. Because he had faith in God. And even later, God asked him to sacrifice his only son. Again, 
how was he going to have descendants as numerous as the stars if his son was dead? But again, Abraham trusted. And at the last minute, God uh, told him not to kill his son. But Abraham again trusted and continued on the journey of faith, the journey of life, a life rooted in God. In the gospel, we hear Jesus say, Do not be afraid. The Father wants to give us the kingdom. The Father, the Lord, the God wants to give us a great treasure, wants to give us the kingdom. Jesus says, for where your treasure is, there also will your heart be. And that begs the question, where is our treasure? What are we building on? Where do we spend our time and energy? Are we spending it on things that, will, that can be stolen? Things that, can, um, that the moss can get to? Are we building them up? For eternal things. This is what we need to be doing. Is to build up the things that are eternal. Things of the heart. Things of the soul. Things of God. Jesus goes on to tell the parable of the servants and the master. The master returning from a wedding not knowing what time the master will return. The servants being ready, or at least the good servants being ready for the return of the master. But the bad, but the bad servants, he said, will say, oh, my master is being delayed. And will start to get drink and get drunk and do other such things in which he would not be ready if the master returned. So are we the good servant who is ready or are we the bad servant who is not ready? We don't know when the end of our life will come. We don't know when the personal judgment will come. I mean, we don't even know when Jesus will return. Jesus hasn't returned for 2,000 years, but he may in our lifetime. That is a possibility. And are we ready at each moment? Jesus says we won't know the day nor the hour. It's easy to think, oh, we'll have more time. Maybe tomorrow I'll start reading the Bible more. Maybe tomorrow I'll start praying more. Maybe tomorrow I'll start being nicer to my neighbor. We might not have tomorrow. We are on a journey, hopefully to heaven, on a journey of, of growing in holiness. The Lord, just like Abraham, wants to set us on a great journey, a journey of faith and trust in God that he will lead us to the promised land, to heaven, to himself.
Are we willing to go on that journey? Are we willing to go on that journey today and not to wait for tomorrow? Do we trust that what God wants to give us will be even greater than what we want for ourselves? As Catholics, we believe that we have the fullness of truth. In some ways, we have been given a lot. And Jesus says, because of this, a lot will be demanded of us. And since we have the fullness of truth, do we live according to the teachings given to us by Christ through the church? Do we make use of that wellspring of knowledge, the deposit of faith given to the apostles and handed down to us? God wants to give us the kingdom. God wants to give us himself. Do we trust, do we have faith in God? That in this journey of life, in this adventure of life, He truly wants what is good for us. May we desire the kingdom. May we put our time and our energy into things that are eternal. For again, where our treasure is, there will our hearts be. <clears throat>